empty grounds What's left of the energy spent Keeping my feet nailed down But life abounds, light resounds In cathedrals and border towns And I love you, even now I love you, even now Dude, I got a bad habit I wanna tell you I'm sorry You and the other ones But somehow we don't keep in touch Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course the music. And you just heard Rosie Tucker's song, Habit, off of the upcoming album, Never Not Never Not Never Not. God, that's such a fun album name to say. This week's episode is one huge party, and it's for one of the podcast's best long-distance runs, The Grey's Dates. That's right, Lauren Rerick is back and has so many wonderful memories and future plans to share with all of us. The Grey States has been busy turning out new premieres, dishing on the lifestyle routines of our favorite independent artists, and planning events like the South by Southwest showcased with New Professor. For those of you who aren't familiar with The Grey States, you can catch up on the episode from last April where I first chatted with Lauren about launching the blog, uh, lessons she's learned in developing a website over the years, her love of music, and so much more. Lauren has put together one of the most perfect collections of tunes for this episode, so with that, let's hear Nanami Ozone's Alone 2 off of their upcoming record, No, then get into the interview. I don't want to be with you, but I don't want to be alone too.
to Anchor Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion, Lauren. How are things going with the Grey Estates? They are going so good, and <laughs> I am so excited to be back on what is my favorite podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's so awesome. You're one of my favorite blogs, too, so the feeling is so mutual. <laughs> You're having such an exciting 2019 already because you have six years of doing the Gray Estates, so happy birthday. Oh, thanks. And South by Southwest and probably so much more that is ahead for you. How do you feel with all this excitement going on? Um, I'm really excited. I think it's like really cool to like even from the last time we talked to see like what other things both of us have been able to do I think is like incredible and I think it's cool that like the the internet community has supported like us and you in a way that like we are able to do like new things and to see um, it's really it's amazing I'm always like oh my gosh I can't believe it (laughs) right I love the mutual cheerleading that like we've done for each other and for so many other people I think that's been like a huge opportunity for like both of us because we're able to see other people grow and it's kind of special how other people have kind of done the same for us too yeah I think that's what I like the most because like with like larger sites and stuff you don't really get to see um like that growth and that support so to like see with us and like with the alternative and stuff um, like to always be shouting at other people I think that's like really special and cool definitely I know it makes my day when I get tagged in a tweet from you and stuff I'm just like oh, <laughs> oh my gosh it feels so good because I'm just like oh my friend Lauren is thinking about me for a minute that feels really nice <laughs> <laughs> oh I love you <laughs> oh I love you too it's so great and it's wonderful and I love how you've like created this community with like your genuine personality and you reveal a lot of personal stuff too it's such yeah. a special part. Oh, thanks. Like, that means the world to me. And I think, like, that hum- like, human side of the experience of, like, putting together your own uh, media in that sense is just something that is so undersold. Yeah. No, I definitely think, I don't know, like, cause even following, like, other sites, I've always wanted to know, like, who's the person behind that or, like, what inspired them to do that? Um, so I think it's cool to be able to, like, be open like that and to sort of offer um maybe like friendship and support to others because I know like um even last week someone messaged me and asked me like what my experience was like using um depression medication and I was like yeah just to be able to 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 have that um to be like beyond a blog I think is really um important and cool yeah, that transparency goes a long way because you're like, you're helping people beyond just sharing music with them. And like, you know, sometimes it's little things like you opening up about your personal experiences, like with mental health and like, you know, making sure that people are taking care of themselves and just little stuff like that down to like your makeup routine that you like to share and like your Duncan experiences. That's just like, <laughs> it, it makes you feel so much more real the way that other blogs don't accomplish the same way. Oh my gosh, thanks. You're going to make me, I'm going to like go cry after this. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I get that because sometimes when I get to chat with you, I feel the same way. I'm just Aww. like, it feels You so- have to submit um, your makeup routine or your beauty routine. What's that? You have to submit um, your beauty routine. 
You know, I finally actually have a routine. Like I started one in 2019. So your timing is probably like I'm expert so on that. <laughs> awesome. That was one of my new year's resolutions. Like I'm going to take better care of my skin. I'm like, I'm 26 now. I should probably like do better. <laughs> yeah. I, I did that. I think like last year that like, I was like, would have been 28. And I was like, maybe like I should try washing my face and like, <laughs> using moisturizer or something it's done wonders the makeup sticks so much better (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so cool and I love the fact that like you just show so much of yourself when it comes to like you know the ways that you've learned from doing your work over like your freelance work with Teen Vogue and all this stuff and you share so much of like the the person behind the blog and the, the things that you're learning and growing and doing um, what kind of has encouraged you to open up over time? Um, I think because like for a long time, whenever, um, I had first graduated from college back in 2011, Mm -hmm. um, I had gotten dumped and a lot of my friends, um, decided that we weren't friends anymore. So I spent this really long period of, um, like feeling alone and like I didn't have anyone to turn to or talk to and I've always been like a person that was on message boards like even if it was Neopets um, or Tumblr (laughs) and I think there was always something to be said for like being able to be open about that stuff online and being able to to make friends um so when I made the gray estates I just wanted to like use it as as a place for me to make friends and maybe for someone else to make friends. Um, so I think it's just been that like the importance of, um, just like letting people know that they aren't alone, even if you feel like it, because I think we can all definitely, um, feel like we don't have anyone to turn to. So I think, um, being able to do that with the blog has always been like super important to me. I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like I no. it, but <laughs> yeah, it totally did. And I like the I like that you have that like interest and focus on having like friends and relationships and stuff. And you've cultivated so many cool ones. It seems like throughout the industry because you know I love seeing you banter with people like Father Daughter Records and like Don Giovanni and even like um, outlets like Gold Flake Paint and your new partnership with like New Professor for South by Southwest and stuff it's really cool. And I feel like it shows a lot of transparency about building relationships within the industry too. Yeah. I think like, and I always feel like it goes back to what we said about like encouraging others too. Cause I feel like it's so like just tagging someone in a tweet or like letting someone know that they're doing a great job. It's like that can turn someone's whole day around. And, um, I think just like establishing those relationships with other people, it's been like great because then I get to make friends um even with you like even though like we've never met um I feel like like a real bond like with you and it's cool to be able to like have those people that you can rely on and like lean on for support um because I feel like we're all trying to do the same thing definitely there's like that mutual understanding of like trying to help other people succeed and that includes each other and it's really special and I think it's cool that like you know we found this way to do this over the internet and like Hopefully someday we'll get to be friends in person and hang out and stuff. That would be a dream come true. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, my friend keeps trying to get me to go to fest. So maybe, maybe it'll happen. <laughs> Please. That would be so much fun. I think you would have a blast just to like with so many of the people that come down for it, like mutual friends and stuff that like play and hang out. So 
Ah, oh, fingers crossed. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so cool how that kind of just happens across the internet and how people just start to build these relationships. And like, I, I really love the ones that you've put together and it seems so mutual for like us and for other people and stuff. Um, how have these relationships kind of helped you grow and maybe vice versa? How maybe have you helped them? Um, I think they've helped me grow like as a person, um, just because I've met so many different people and I've realized like how many talented people there are and like how everyone sort of has different goals. Um, and I think it's really helped me like feel more confident in what I'm doing just because, um, like, I feel like when you do something, any creative project, you're never really sure if it's like resonating with people or like, um, like if people will understand what you're trying to do. So to be able to see that like people are into the makeup posts or the recipes, um, that gives me the confidence to like continue to try and do like new weird and interesting ideas. Um, and I think like just for me personally, I just, I want to help others feel like that same support and that same, um, like willingness for me to like, let them know that they, they can do it too. And I think that's something I've always wanted with the gray estates was like to let anyone know, like, regardless of what you want to do, um, that you can do it. It may seem like difficult and hard, but, um, I don't know. I think anybody could do anything that they like wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that. And I love that you've encouraged so many other people to like share these personal details and like, uh, build each other up. So like with the, for example, like the makeup routines that you've been publishing and stuff, I really love the Remember Sports one. That was really yeah, great. I love that. And you've done a lot of really cool creative new articles and stuff. Um, what motivates you to kind of come up with these ideas and share them? Um, I think just, I always think about like, what are the, the things that I want to see for my favorite artists? Like, what are the questions I want to ask them and how can I like branch out just beyond reviews because people read reviews but they don't they definitely don't read them as often as like what I'd like um so I think it's finding new ways of like making like that my heroes seem approachable um and finding ways of like asking the questions that like I want to know mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's just like something weird like I don't know I writing about beauty for Teen Vogue, I was like, why am I not doing this, like, on my own blog? Like, I could do this. Um, so I think it was just, I don't know, I've always wanted to do, like, fun stuff. Yeah, definitely, and that is really fun, too, between, like, you know, just seeing the ways that people take care of themselves is just, like, brings it so down to earth to be yeah. like, oh, yeah, this band also has to, like, wash their face while they're on tour, and they <laughs> yeah. have ways to make themselves feel good. So that's really special and cool. Yeah, that was the Remember Sports one was especially I liked um, just because Carmen had mentioned like having some kind of skin condition. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's cool. I don't know, like you said, to know that like, oh, someone else like before they go to bed also has to make sure that they use whatever. And um, I think it's cool to know that like your favorite artist or like they have the same problems that we all do. Yeah, it brings everything like back down to earth and like it, it kind of... I know that for a long time I did this where I kind of had this like hero worship with a lot of artists yes. and stuff. And like that kind of helps level the playing field in some aspect because it's like, okay, yeah, they have to take care of themselves too. And like they have lives outside of like just talking and playing music and stuff. So it's really nice to see that kind of exposure between that. And like, I love the recipes concept. One of these days I'm going to put together like 
all the little like note cards like granny style and like make everybody's food. <laughs> I feel like that would be so much fun. That would be so good. I need to do that too. <laughs> that would be cute if you had like a Grey States like recipe book at some point. Oh my god. That, wow. If we do this, you're gonna have to like write the foreword or something. Like this is I'm right so idea. down. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> down. That would be so much fun. Oh, uh, we need to do that. I'm gonna have to we're, we gotta work on this now. I love it. Yes, I love it. See, this is the best part, the collaboration aspect. That's one of the things I really love about you. You're like, let's just do this. This will be fun. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, you've done so many cool things with the website over the last six years, between the new articles and like all the cool premieres that you put so much work into and just putting so much content out there and stuff. Um, what are some things that like you're really proud of, of doing? Um, the South by Southwest doing that two years in a row is probably one of my biggest achievements just because I can remember going like for the first time years ago mm -hmm. and seeing, um, seeing other places like bigger blogs have showcases and wondering like, how do they do that? I want to do that one day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just coming up with the new ideas has always been fun. Um, like even the cartoon mixes mm -hmm. just because like it's something I loved and I I hoped other people liked it and to see that they do is great um, and I think just putting myself out there and like making new friends and opening up about like my struggles um, has been good like I, I think I'm proud of myself for like stepping out of that comfort zone and like um, being willing to meet new people and to like, uh, I don't know, like put myself out there in a way that I never like anticipated like telling everyone like, Oh, Hey, I'm like, I have depression. Um, yeah. So being able to be open with that, I think, but I think just everything we do too. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm always surprised when we do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. And the fact that you kind of do this is like, a singular person. That's such an amazing accomplishment that you put all this work in and you're able to have such amazing results through your blog. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's definitely coffee helps a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and I always do it like first thing in the morning at like seven before I, like I've definitely had to learn like there should be a time for like this and then a time for me. And so I think I've definitely learned that, but yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Coffee is a magical like bean for real. Like I, I had coffee literally right before this interview and I'm like, this is going to be perfect. And I know that Lauren's probably doing the same. That's <laughs> I, know. I did. I had like a large iced coffee today and I was like, I'm like alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing for me. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it sounds like you've learned a lot over the last six years between knowing when to take care of yourself, when to have that cup of coffee and do so mm -hmm. much. Um, what are some other like lessons that you've learned as you've developed as like a blogger who does so many different types of media within the blog? I think definitely like I was kind of like you and I think I still am like as far as hero worship. Um, mm -hmm. Like it's definitely intimidating to reach out and like ask if you can talk to the people you admire. But I think um, learning that like these people are people that that have lives too and that they have mm -hmm. stories to tell um that's been something that like I've continued to learn and like learning how to approach the people that I admire yeah has probably been because I think I still get nervous but not yeah. as much like the first time I ever did an interview 
I would like would get so nervous and like, I these like I love this person. <laughs> um, I've definitely learned now to like, I don't know, be better about that. It's it's difficult. I know for me, um, I talk to like my partner about this stuff very regularly, but I'm like, sometimes I do still have those moments where it's like, I've made friends with people that I deeply remind, like admire. And yeah. I have that moment where I kind of step back and I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm friends with this person. And I'm like, if you had told me five years ago that this person was going to be my friend, I would not have even guessed. I would have been like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? This, yeah, totally. this person wants to like talk to me and they want to work with me on stuff. And like, that's amazing. And it's, it's so cool to see that progression and know that you've experienced that feeling as well, because it's just, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it is. I'm glad that we both like got a little starstruck. <laughs> yeah. And I just have to stop myself from doing that from time to time to even with like people that like I've grown close with, or I'm kind of like, okay, wait a second. No, this is the same person that you were just like holding their dog five minutes ago. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Dogs make things so much more comfortable. That's for sure. Like, oh, so true. It's funny because like, uh, uh, I, I don't know that, it, I don't think it really makes it onto the podcast episodes too often, but like, you know, bear sits on my lap every time that I record like without fail and like uh he kind of grounds me in that sense where it's like okay cool he like if I pet my dog I'm not gonna be quite as nervous talking to like this really awesome person oh my gosh I love it that's a secret now revealed to the audience (laughs) you'll have to get like um like bear patches or pins made (laughs) I have stickers I have stickers so I need to actually get on oh my gosh yeah but yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. He's a good boy. Do you have anything that you do that kind of helps you um, counteract a little bit of nervousness when you talk to people? Cause that's kind of my thing is like, I hold the dog. <laughs> um, well, if I'm really nervous, I'll take one of my anti-anxiety pills, but <laughs> um, probably, hmm, I think, I don't know. I still get nervous. I wish maybe I need to like start petting my dog because sometimes I'll get like so like clammy. Um, yeah. Even through like Teen Vogue when I had to do an interview with like um, the creator of Steven Universe, I got myself like so worked up because I was like, "Oh, this is my hero." And then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So I don't. Know, maybe I should. I should start petting my dog during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like. Uh, Bear can kind of be my crutch sometimes. So, like, when I did the live show, I was like, oh, shit, I don't have my dog with me this time. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> usually it's, like, either he'll pop up and do something cute to, like, relieve a moment or, like, you know, it's just having him there. He's an angel. And uh-huh. just it's so funny how that works. I'm like, okay, I need, I had to learn how to do this without the dog being present, which was <laughs> amazing that that even happened and that worked. So <laughs> oh, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm proud of you for all the awesome things you do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, there's so much cool things that you've worked on you worked with so many different levels of artists, it seems like now, whether they're up and coming or on a label and just so many cool backgrounds. Uh, what's one of the most rewarding parts of working on the Gray Estates? Hmm. I think probably, maybe, well, the number one thing I think would be making like so many new relationships. Um, because a lot of the people that I looked up to are like now people that um, can offer me advice or that like, I feel like I know 
Um, and I think secondary to that would be getting to talk to all these people because, um, like you have, I have so many questions just as like a fan. So being able to ask those things and, um, then share them with others is really cool, especially when you get to talk with people who have like really meaningful stories. Um, I think that that would probably be the main too. Definitely. Cause at that point you're like, you're able to kind of fulfill a lot of the questions that you have. And I'm sure there are a lot of the same questions that other people who really enjoy this, this person or the, these bands and stuff, they have the same questions too often. Yeah. Right. Totally. That's why I hope too, that like, I don't know, someone reading, like even I'm sure with your podcast too, like you hope that you ask a question that like, I don't know, it's, it's different than what like is ordinary or like will make people think or is it someone wanted to know? So yeah. Definitely. And like, um, one of the podcasters I admire a lot, um, Tim Crisp, over at Better Yet, he's okay. really good at like asking the question that you didn't know you had the answer. Like you didn't know you wanted yeah. that answer. And I'm like, that's so amazing. And it's like next level. And like, that's one of my goals is to get to that point where I'm like, I'm getting something that somebody didn't know they wanted kind of thing. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel like you do that too, though, with so many of like your interviews and stuff. It's like, it's so cool. It's either I'm finding out something I didn't know that I needed or like I'm finding about this artist that I didn't know I needed too. Yeah. I think that's what's even cool for me because like sometimes even when I work with other people that like pitch interviews and they pitch these artists that like I've never heard of, mm-hmm. um, like I'll read them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I should have known about this person. That's cool. <laughs> well, it's neat because it's like I look at your blog and um, Mel Grinberg, who does Home Outgrown Booking and stuff, you both have been some of the people that I probably get the most inspiration on who to talk to next. Yeah. Because, for like the podcast. And I'm like, these are really cool people. Because I think I've seen you cover people like, uh, if I remember right, it was either you or Mel who brought like Lilith to my attention and like a bunch of others. Yeah. I think, well, Jamie had sent me Lilith too. Like yeah. I had heard about them and then Jamie was like, you should check out this band. And after I did, I was like, oh my gosh, like I should have like been way more into this. <laughs> it's cool how there's that like collaboration aspect of stuff because it's like we have people like Jamie who are really pushing really awesome bands in front of us and then like you know we start to see other people too throughout the scene just be like hey this band is awesome and next thing you know they're ending up on playlists or like yeah <laughs> the next premiere or a guest on a podcast or whatever it's so cool yeah I love it what are some maybe artists or people in music that you wish everybody was listening to um, right now it's definitely Rosie Tucker on, okay. I know, well, and it's not just because I'm working with Greg on new professor, um, mm-hmm. for South by Southwest. I think Rosie's making like some of the best music, um, and I'm really excited for their album to drop. I think who else? I feel like I should be better prepared for this question. Every time <laughs> I'm asked it, I'm always like, oh, there's one band, um, but maybe it's Rosie Tucker for now. Oh, no. wait. There's um, a band from Pittsburgh, Sad Girls Aquatic Club, that I love. Okay. They're super fun. So maybe those two. Oh, okay. That's definitely going to check them out. Love getting yeah. recommendations from you because I just, gosh, there's so much music. And, like, sometimes when I have my friends, like, rallying for another band or telling me to go listen to them, I'm, I'm more likely to do it. And I feel like that's one of the things that the Gray States accomplishes is it feels like a friend recommending me this really awesome band all the time. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's what I've always, like, tried to be, like, so that when people are reading, they're like, oh, I understand this and what they're saying. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah. Absolutely. I think you've totally accomplished that. And oh. that's, ugh, it's so awesome. Um, 
So one of the things that I feel is a challenge for me is that sometimes whenever you're working on something long t over time, you have your days where you're like super in love with it. And then there's some days that are challenging, of course. And I know not a lot of people talk about that, but you know, you, you start to look ahead and I'm like, for the podcast, I've been doing this for almost three years now. And that's mind boggling to me. You've been doing the gray states for six years now. Um, what advice would you have for people who are building something that is like growing over time and like sustaining longevity and growth? Any, like any time that I've ever felt like I'm not having fun with the gray estates or like I need a break. Um, I've given myself that, which I think is so helpful because like there were times where I was just like, I'm sick of checking emails. Like I'm sick of writing. Like I feel like I'm doing the same thing. And I think taking those breaks, especially when you're doing it just because you love it. Mm -hmm. um, like I think anytime it's not fun anymore, like you need to step away. And I think it's good to like not think long-term. Like I, when I started the grace, it's just like, Oh, if this lasts like till tomorrow, that'll be cool. Um, so I feel like just taking it each day and seeing, and like, if I don't want to post or do something like I don't, um, so I think just knowing your limits is really good because then it doesn't feel so much. It doesn't feel like a job. Um, it's just listening to like what you want to do with it. That's awesome advice, honestly, because like for me, uh, I have given myself those breaks and stuff. And I feel like a lot of particular media is not as transparent about whenever things do feel difficult, especially sometimes with like smaller blogs, because you kind of sometimes feel like you have to have like this projected like positive attitude all the time or something. And that's something I've learned is like, it's okay to tell people when you're not feeling good or you need a week or two yeah. off or like, cause that's something that I had to kind of teach myself. And like, I've started keeping a calendar and like, I use it to not only track really exciting episodes I'm excited about putting out, but also like mark off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break at this time and stuff because I know I'm going to need it. And yeah. Like recognizing that whether it's in the moment or setting aside that time has become really valuable to me. And like, I like the fact that you are transparent about that too, because I think it lets people know, Hey, there's a human behind this that, you know, is a little tired. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially when it's just something that like, it's just you with the podcast or like just me with the blog. I think that it's easier to be open about that as opposed to like, Oh, I'm just going to keep going. Like things are great. Um, so I think it's nice to even hear that like you struggle with that too. I think that's like, it's not cool yeah. that you struggle, but it's cool that you're honest about it. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, you know, I think it goes such a long way and you know, I think something that I've always feared is like, if I slow down for too long, am I going to like lose an audience? And yeah, right. Totally. That was something I was like afraid of for a while, but then like, you know, I started doing this thing where like every December I give myself a whole month off because it's like, obviously there's so much going on with like holidays and like, uh, I always have like my birthday going on and stuff and it's just, it's, it's hectic and I'm like, okay, I need to give myself a month off and like, you know, whether it's like halfway through December through like halfway through January or maybe it's the whole month or whatever, it's like that has not impacted anything and it's really nice. So this is like a little thank you to everybody listening and like, you know, thanks for, thanks for bearing with me when I need to slow down. It's really awesome. And I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome that you do that. I, I love taking December off too, just because yeah. no one's around. I'm like, oh. plus, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Everybody's busy. So like, I feel like there's like maybe this mutual understanding from like the world, but like <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot happening. <laughs> yeah.
for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, that's cool that you do that. And, you know, there's so much, I feel like you've just done to share so much of yourself and also like just slowly build up yourself and other people doing this project. Yeah, definitely. Well, one of the cool things that I love is that um, over the six years, you've now started building up to like that South by Southwest showcase. Um, You've got like, this is your second year doing it. Your lineup is phenomenal. Um, (laughs) What was it like for you to kind of start to plan and put together South by Southwest? Um, Well, we, I had originally like, didn't think we were going to do it. Um, because nothing like the room that we had last year didn't come through. And then um, like I'm leaving Friday. So like we didn't think we were going to do it. And then Greg, like at the last minute was like, Hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, Oh God. Um, It's really stressful for me just because like my email becomes a mess. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know why, but like this year I decided I was like going to take the lead on like asking the bands. Whereas like last year me and Greg, like, we like kind of halved it. Um, but it was stressful. I didn't like it, but I love when it's done and I love doing it. I love putting it together and I, I think it'll be like fun to go, but, um, it's definitely like my email's like a mess right now. And then I have like other stuff people are asking for and I'm like, I can't even find this email, but it's fun. It's so stressful, but it's so fun. And after it's over, I'm always like, Oh, I can't believe I did that. So it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like a huge accomplishment. And like, and it's a huge project because I'm sure you're having to organize booking the bands. Yeah. Maybe you've got a location organized and like, I have not been to South by Southwest yet. Fingers crossed. I get to go here in the next year or so. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's so much of like a really fun, chaotic endeavor. Is that accurate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Cause like last year it was, Yeah. Like once it, once it starts, like you feel better, but I think like even going throughout the day and like just planning it, it's just like, Oh, I hope people come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely like, I always, this is like a one-time thing I do, but like I legitimately have like the most admiration for people who book shows all the time. Yeah. Like, I like can't even count or like, like do any of this stuff. And I'm like, I can't imagine doing this like every day. I just, I couldn't. <laughs> it's one of those things where you like you really appreciate and respect the work that somebody does with that for like being their career and stuff because uh I remember I got very, very lucky when I just booked my live show at Fest where it's like when I reached out to bands, they were they were very receptive about like being guest spots and stuff. But like yeah, there's always so much logistics to think about because I feel like like South by Southwest, there being like multiple showcases going on and trying to figure out those schedules. Um, that's got to be very similar to where I was literally looking at a schedule for the weekend and being like, is this band even available? Or like, (laughs) it's not even whether or not they want to do it. It's like, are they available? And like, fortunately the stars aligned for me and I got to have a bunch of my best friends present, but you know, it was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot to think about. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But that's so cool that things are able to work out and you've got such a cool lineup. Cause I'm like, I'm looking at it right now. You've got Potty Mouth, Steph Chura, Sydney Gish, who is like, taking over the world right now. Rap Boys, <laughs> Third Baby Girl, Leggy, Bad Moves is amazing. You got Rosie Tucker, who you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Weekend Friends. Oh my gosh, there's just so many people I really love on this lineup. Like, how did it feel to have it all come together to have this particular lineup? Um, It was like amazing. I think just because Greg had asked me like to make a list of 
the people that I wanted. There were a couple of people that like it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to see it all on the poster and like to see who was down, I was like, oh my gosh, like definitely something I didn't like dream of or expect. So that's cool. Definitely. And like you got such a diverse lineup. These are a lot of like non-men. There are people of color involved and stuff. And that's got to feel really special because um, South by Southwest showcase lineup seem to do a pretty good job about diversity and stuff. But like the fact that you have just such a beautiful like swath of people is just amazing. Yeah, that's I think that's like because I was so sick of like when you see festival lineups and it's like there's like all male bands and like one woman band or whatever so I think to be able to like do that um I told Greg I was like I think we should like try to do this um Mm -hmm. so it's cool to see that it actually like worked out and um yeah I hope it's something like happens more of like for other stuff in the future definitely and like yeah I'm literally looking at this lineup and it's just it's it's beautiful (laughs) you did an amazing job thank you um how did you kind of figure out what venue you're at? It's hole in the wall. Uh, that's really cool. And there seems like there's a lot of unique spaces in Austin and stuff. How did you kind of land on this one? Um, Greg told me some, someone had backed out of their day showcase on Thursday. And like, if we wanted it, we could have it. Yeah. And there was, there's two stages. And so I was like, yeah, let's, I mean, let's do it. And plus last year when we had done the one at Voodoo Donuts, um, it filled to capacity really quickly. And I think, I mean, mainly because people are getting donuts, but also because there's a show, but yeah, yeah, it's nice to be able to have like a bigger um, designated space for it this year. That's awesome. So this is your second showcase. What did you learn the first time that you used this time to make it a little bit better? I think last year I was afraid to ask some of the bands because I thought like they were too big or I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Um, but this year I think I was more of like, I'm just going to ask the bands and like, if this works out cool, if it doesn't, that's okay. Um, and I think just like making it as continuing to make it as fun and like, I guess cute as like what the blog is. Like I want to bring that to life. Yeah. Wow. I'm really excited for you. And I think that's definitely going to happen. Um, it's so cool. I love it so much that you've been able to accomplish this and, you have a really awesome like day to look forward to and stuff in Austin. Um, on top of the showcase, is there anything else that you really get excited about during South by Southwest? Any things to do or places to go or? I think like, yeah, like a lot of people, I think it's like a really corporate environment. Yeah. Like it's, it can be really stuck up. Um, but I think it's become such a, like a good way for people like myself and just like smaller bands and smaller blogs um, to meet in real life and to, to network and to be able to like put that face to someone. So I think it's all about like what you make of it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think for me, just getting to go and see all those people, it's really cool. Um, And I'm definitely not there to like get ahead. So I think it's fun um, in that aspect. Definitely, because at that point, you're focusing more on the relationships and, like, the experiences of just being around people versus, like, this, like, corporate greed of, like, I gotta make money off of this experience. And I yeah, have to right. be, like, I don't know, all greedy and capitalist or whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, do you have, like, any favorite things in Austin that you like to experience while you're there? 
Um, what's it like last year? Well, there was a really good barbecue place that we went last year. I don't remember the name. Um, but I'm just, I kind of just do whatever. It was my friend that I stay with. Um, their parents live in Austin. Oh, cool. Um, so it's nice to be able to have that. Um, but I can't even remember it. Like, I, I just love the food. Like, I just want to eat, like, all of the food. Um, yeah. But, yeah. That's awesome. I feel that way about, like, just that part of Texas in general because um, I went to Austin uh, a year ago and, like, unfortunately, I didn't get to spend too much time in the city. I was kind of passing through. But all I could think was, is like, I just want to stay here and eat everything. This oh, is my gosh. Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. You have so much to look forward to on this trip, it seems like. Uh, I, I, with that in mind, too, it's like, what kind of drew you back to doing South by Southwest again? Um, I had a lot of fun doing it last year and I think I wanted to do it again. And I like wanted to, um, I don't think that there's ever enough, um, like non-male led, like just people in this industry period, like music, blog founders, whatever. Um, so I think sort of like putting my stamp on something there was felt really important in like being able to um like go back and and have a show that isn't like sponsored by Doritos or something like just something <laughs> fun and um but I just had a lot of fun and it was cool to see all of my friends and like to see so many people perform so I think just being able to do that again was really like important to me I think that's so awesome. And I really appreciate just knowing that there is somebody there who has that consciousness behind their work and stuff. Cause like there are a lot of like labels and partnerships that you see in like DIY that make a point there and stuff, but knowing that you're there too, just is like super cool and important. Oh, thanks. Definitely. Um, do you have any kind of teasers or anything you kind of want to let folks know about this year's showcase? I think, Oh, we will have a photo booth. Ooh, fun. It's yeah, Greg got this really cool, like, backdrop, and Auntie's going to take photos. Um, that's about all I have. I mean, I think I think it'll just be fun. Um, maybe I'll get donut rings again this year. It's, I mean, the sky's the limit. <laughs> I love the ones that you sent me, by the way. Those are so cute. Oh my I gosh. still have them. <laughs> they were, yeah, we gave them out for free last year, and people, like, thought, that like weren't even there for the music. Like, oh, can I have a donut ring? That's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so cute. I love that. So you have the showcase coming up here. Um, by the time this episode comes out, it'll pretty much be right around South by Southwest, which is really cool. Um, and you have so much cool, just like stuff that you're working on for the website always. And it comes to like articles and everything. Um, do you have anything else that you're really excited about happening this year for the Great States? Well, after our sixth birthday, I mean, it can only go uphill from here, I guess. Um, I've got some interviews. I'm hoping that the makeup thing just continues because I, I love it. Maybe I'll come up with some new stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I hope I hope I come up with <laughs> something cool. Well, now we have a Gray States cookbook that we're oh, yeah, collaborating that's right. on. So <laughs> I mean, maybe next, like me and you, can be a judge on Chopped or something. Like that would be cool. <laughs> can we do that? Can we? Okay, idea. You and I judge coffee together. Yes. 
let's that make this fun. happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we inevitably hang out at some point. We're just going to like go try a bunch of coffee and just like rate it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so down for that. But like little sips though, so that I'm like not like super caffeinated after like one. <laughs> Definitely. I had some Cuban coffee yesterday and I was like through the roof. So <laughs> yeah, I, know that, I know that feeling. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, happy birthday to the gray states. It's been so cool being able to chat with you and catch up about all the stuff that you have like with South by Southwest and so much going on just with the blog. Um, where can everybody keep up with you and the gray states online? Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the gray estates. That's also our Instagram handle, but I primarily use Instagram to post my selfies, which, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Heck yeah. um, and the grayestates.com. We're also on Facebook, but that only reaches like two people when you post stuff. So, you know, maybe just stick with Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's awesome. Highly recommend and endorse the gray estates Twitter. It's beautiful and wonderful. Oh. Thank you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for chatting with me again, Lauren. Thanks for having me on again.
You just heard I'll Come Over by podcast alum Lilith. Thank you so much to Lauren for being a huge voice in independent music for inclusive and diverse voices over the last six years. You deserve only the best celebration for the Purple Blog's birthday. The best part is that Lauren is the embodiment of an impactful ally when she posts frequent articles about artists and books these incredible diverse showcases. She's become not only a hero of mine, but an incredible friend. So please give her all of your support and follows and love. You won't want to miss a single bit of coverage from the Gray Estates. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. Like what you hear and want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review or any stars on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. If you feel like tipping the podcast, feel free to drop a little at Angry Girl Music Coffee page. All the cash goes towards helping expenses for hosting, a future website, more sponsorship opportunities that I can give other festivals, events, and nonprofits. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Don't forget, Death Protector Fest is coming this May to Gainesville, featuring a ton of podcast alum and friends. Death Protector Collective with The Alternative, Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion, The Fest, and Smart Punk Records present a one-day festival all for free on May 11th. Join us at the backyard at Boca Fiesta and Palomino Pool Hall to see Slingshot Dakota, Dikembe, Little League, Pool Kids, Expert Time, Woolbright, Night Witch, Teenagers, and Super Haunted. Check the show notes for links and more info. You will not want to miss the best day of the year. Until next week, stay angry and stay purple. To close it out, let's hear Sad Girls Aquatic Club's Strange Plays. What a strange place I'm finding myself I didn't know, I only hoped I could have helped Never dreamt to speak on your behalf I gotta go, I need some time to reflect